You are listening to Relatively Prime, mathing off in the mathematical domain. I am Samuel Hansen. By now, I'm sure you have heard me say big internet math off more times than you really care to count. But I really haven't told you that much about the Aperiodical's big competition of really wonderful, amazing mathematics. And since there's only about 18 hours left until the end of the very final match, I figured now is the perfect time to tell you more. So let's start off with the person who came up with the whole idea. I want to welcome to the show Christian Lawson Perfect, either the instigator or the organizer of the A Periodical's big internet math off. Uh, Even Christian's not entirely sure. Hello, Christian. Hello, Samuel. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm really excited uh, to talk to you about... The big internet math off now that we are uh, at the final stage of it. Uh, can you uh, just start by telling me a little bit about where the idea originally came from? Well, a couple of months ago, I don't know, I just had this idea that, well, the root of the problem is uh, I haven't been putting any stuff on the website for ages. Um, <laughs> and I thought, how can I get my friends to do that? Uh, so I thought I could just ask a load of people for some fun maths they could tell me something that they find interesting that i don't know about i mean that's normally my tactic but this time i thought let's make it a competition so that they actually do it and the summer was coming up all these knockout tournaments like the world cup and wimbledon were coming up so i thought i'd give that a go and so you did reach out to your friends did you actually expect them to say yes i really wasn't sure it was very tensive um it was uh, I emailed a few people saying, I'm thinking of doing this thing. Does that make sense to you? And does it, does it feel like something you want to do? And a surprising number of people said yes immediately. That was something they'd love to do. A few said no. Um, a couple of people I emailed uh, said they weren't mathematicians, which was surprising to me because I'd begun my email with, I consider you to be an interesting mathematician. But some of them denied that. A few people didn't feel like a competition was really their kind of thing, which I respect. Um, I'm, I don't deal well with pressure. Um, some people really relish it. But I got enough people to run the competition, which I think was a surprise because I asked for 16. And that's a lot of friends to have. And and so eventually the uh, competition kicked off. And now as one of the competitors myself, I I can let everyone know you you weren't super super clear about exactly what you were asking for i i I believe that that was likely by design uh but uh, could you um talk a little bit about sort of if you were surprised by uh, what people were providing or if it was sort of what you were expecting yeah so i my emails to the competitors were i'm going to ask you for four maths things I needed four because there'd be four rounds of the competition and I wanted to know them in advance so that if two people pick the same thing, I would sort of arrange the bracket so that the duplicate duplicate could never come up. But I left what a math thing is really vague because 
well, maths is enormous and the, the kinds of things you can enjoy in maths are so different. Sometimes there's a theorem that's really surprising or something that you that uh, has loads of applications or sometimes there's a puzzle that people really enjoy. And I think the competitors have, have demonstrated that. They've, they've gone in very different directions. Um, some people pick puzzles, some people pick large areas of maths. I mean, Naira Chamberlain has uh, really... Uh, not done any specific bits of maths. He's gone for large sections, uh, like uh, like black heroes of maths. Um, so applied maths, I think, is his final thing, um, which is about as broad as you can get. So that's I was expecting that, but I've been pleasantly surprised by the different things people have come up with, just given the prompt of a fun bit of maths you want to tell me about. When you were trying to figure out who to have in the competition, I'm sure that there was some thought about getting a range of people who do mathematical communication in, in different ways, uh, because as much as this is a math competition, it's really a mathematical communication competition. But did you also think a little bit about the diversity of the actual people that you were trying to get in the competition? Uh, yes. Um, so because this was something I'd just come up with and I had no idea if it would work. I wanted to limit myself to people that I know because um, just randomly emailing someone out of the blue and saying, can you do this thing for me unpaid that's going to take up a fair amount of your time, um, I think is not great. So I, I wanted to stick to people that I, would, that I could ask, really. But yeah, I wanted to get a, as good a mix of people as possible. I mean, I'm a middle-class white man in England, um, and I love doing maths puzzles, which I think describes a large portion of my friendship circle, um, people that do recreational maths. And there are lots of other ways of enjoying maths. Um, and I'm I'm not a professional maths communicator, so I wasn't bothered about it being really good maths comms. It was really for my own uh, amusement. But I, went, I was curious, wanted to see what other things that um, people could come up with. So my, my absolute hard and fast rule was I asked more women than men to take part. I'd stuck with that. When I was struggling a bit for the last couple of people, there are some really good male acquaintances I have that I haven't asked to take part because I hadn't asked enough women. Um, in the end, I think we had some like five women in the first round out of 16. A few people didn't reply to me and a couple of people ruled, ruled themselves out, but... I don't know. I could have done better. Other kinds of diversity I don't do very well at. Um, I don't know many people uh, from different ethnic backgrounds and uh, socioeconomic backgrounds and things like that. Um, I would have liked to do better. But uh, because I was restricting myself to people that I know, um, it sort of reflects the people that I've met. Well, I mean, at, at, at the very least, you did – you thought about it ahead of time yeah um it's just i don't enjoy it when you, you see that kind of thing if it had been a more serious event which it's, it's sort of been more successful than i expected so maybe it is, it's more of a thing i was expecting just a, a few of my pals to take part um but it's it's been very popular i think next time i'm well if i do it again or someone else does it again i'm going to ask competitors to nominate somebody that they would like to take part and uh, maybe that will get more people that I don't know 
but might uh, improve the mix of competitors. So, so that does bring up my next couple of questions, actually. One was going to be, uh, how has the uh, reception been so far? And the other was, can we expect, just like the, the World Cup in 2026 is going to be, uh, what, 48 teams, can we expect a 32-person uh, big internet math off coming up? Oh God! Um, <laughs> the, I'll, I'll answer those questions in order. The reception's been incredible. Uh, we've we've had tons more people coming to the site. Uh, loads of people voting. Uh, the the Matt Parker Edmund Harris match had just about two and a half thousand votes on it, which was incredible. So loads loads of people. Um, we used to get those sort of numbers back when we were all three of us writing stuff constantly for the site. So it's good to get back to that. It's been really good to see the positive response people have had to it and how they've played along with the game. Very few tantrums or people picking apart the uh, the structure of the tournament, uh, which I enjoy. So yeah, very pleased with that. Um, the A Periodical passed 10,000 followers on Twitter a couple of days ago, which is a result of this competition, I'm sure. Uh, so that's good. And then future tournaments, running it with 16 people really was quite a lot of admin. Um, uh, I'd set aside my, my, I have a day off work each week and going through all the emails that I need to send people to make sure that they get their pitches in on time was, it was a fair bit of work. Uh, some people got things in nice and early. Some people left stuff until literally a couple of hours before the match started so I don't really want to do more. Um. <laughs> okay, how about this? Uh, as as a person who lost in the first round this year, how about just a loser's bracket? Yeah, the the format was brutal, mainly to reduce the, the number of matches, so it's less work for me. Um, yeah, it was instant knockout. Um, I, I heard this phrase, single elimination, for the first time, which I think is a thing in America. Yes. Um, I think, as ever, you, you've come up with a, a medley of bodge fixes to systems. <laughs> Someone else told me about the Swiss system for chess tournaments, which I, think, which I think is much more interesting. I might investigate later. The format was horrible, and... I asked everybody to prepare four things in advance, and half the people only used one. Um, I worked out that just just under half of the proposed topics would end up being used. So maybe if it goes again, I'd come up with some way of uh, giving people more chances to show off, because that's really the point. There's a, there's a game show in the UK called Only Connect. Have you heard of it? No, I don't know that one. Okay, it's, it's like the nerds, nerds game show. It's two teams against each other, and they, they have to answer really esoteric, trivia, abstract thinking questions. And the format of the show, like uh, of, of over the series, is so convoluted that it's sort of a running joke. And I think, having run a tournament now, the whole point of it is to give these nerds more chances to show off how nerdy they are. Because going down to Wales and for this series and only filming one show and then that's it, I think would be a bit of a disappointment. So people can never really get knocked out. They have like three or four chances before they really go. So I'll, I'll think about that more closely next time now that I know the general idea works. Uh, as it stands right now in the final, uh, Naira's ahead of Matt, 
uh, by around 98 votes, given that there's uh, like 20 hours left in the competition or so, do you have any predictions? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, Naira's last match was extremely close, and uh, so was Matt's, but Matt's was by design, I think. It, it would have been close anyway, I think. It's interesting seeing the the voting patterns over time. Like somebody will maybe email a list that they're part of and then all those people go off and vote for them, um, which it was always going to end up being a popularity contest, but uh, some people are going to vote for the, the best bit of maths instead of the person that asked them. And so you see these little jumps when like uh, some new group of people comes in and looks at the, uh, looks at the poll. So the, the lead swapped in the uh, Edmund v. Matt match a few times and I think swapped for Zoe V Naira. They're both, well, they both live in the same time zone this time. So their voters should be awake at the same sort of time. Um, we had some fun things with some of the American competitors where I'd wake up and the, the lead had swapped because there'd been this huge boost. So no, no predictions. Uh, I expect uh, Matt to do something that will uh, get people towards uh, his end of the poll at some point. Uh, they're halfway the that's the vote totals aren't too high at the moment so uh there may be some more people to come and so one one last question what exactly is your tiebreaker my tiebreaker yeah well that's a mystery everybody's uh, asking themselves what is the extremely fair system i've devised <laughs> okay so that that's all the all the answer i'm gonna get out of you well christian thank you so much for coming on and telling me a bit more about the a periodicals big internet math off thank you very much as i mentioned earlier there's only about 18 hours left while i am talking into this microphone in the final match of the A Periodical's Big Internet Math Off, which is between Matt Parker and Dr. Naira Chamberlain, which does mean that there's probably even less time than that left for you to vote in that final match. But before you do, I would like you to hear from one of those finalists, Dr. Naira Chamberlain, who is kind enough to jump on a cell phone in the middle of England and talk to me about the experience of making it all the way to the final in the big internet math off. So joining me today uh, is Dr. Naira Chamberlain, a professional mathematics modeler and vice president of the IMA. Hello, Naira. Hello, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. And, and how about you? You're, you're in the final of the A Periodicals big math off. Yes, it's all, all very excited. Um, I was I was honored to be in, invited, and it's been a, it's been fun. It's been it's been really good fun. So, uh, can you tell me a little bit about what your initial uh, thoughts were when you got the email inviting you to take part? My initial thought was, oh, uh, that's an interesting competition, and I thought, well, and I sent Christian some emails just to get some clarify clarification questions and saying. Well, surely this is this is really geared for those professional mathematical communicators who do this day in and day out, and this is you know this is part of their job. And I'm saying, well, what as me as a as an applied mathematician, well, what can I really offer? And so I thought, well, at another day, uh, he's invited he's invited me, so 
who am I to say, no, I'm not going to do it. So I decided, well, yes, I shall go in and I will just play the applied mathematician role. So away we go. So uh, most, uh, most, but not all of your uh, pitches, as as they're called uh, in the math of, have been about uh, applied mathematics. How, in general, did you go about sort of generating the ideas uh, for what you're going to write pitches about? Yeah, I mean, first off, well, what would be a firm of, of interest to, I thought, well, to, to mathematicians in general? And I thought, well, let's just use this as a case to showcase um, mathematical, um, you know, math- mathematical modeling, uh, because you know that's, that's that's my speciality. And so, with the saying, what what is of what is of int- what is of interest? And I'm thinking, mathematical modeling is a very interesting aspect of math of mathematics, and there's not many people that actually talk about mathematical modeling in, in specific. And even though the rule said you could you could choose anybody's anybody's work, I thought, well, let me try and do a combination of things that I've worked on and what, uh, what other people's worked on to, to come up with a, well, hopefully with a, a video that people have liked and enjoyed. Well, given that you have made it all the way to the final, I, I think you've probably been doing a pretty good job at choosing things that people do enjoy. Yeah, cool. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, and so then there is the one video that you did make that... Uh, was not directly about uh, mathematical modeling. Uh, could you tell us a bit about what that one was about? Yeah, I mean, I did a, um, a, a video uh, called the, the Black Heroes of Mathematics. And what I decided to do, I said, well, there's a ch- so I thought, well, if, I get through, if I get through um, band one, let's, instead of just doing mathematical modeling, mathematical modeling, let's try and mix it up. Because one of, those, one of my hobbies... Uh, field that I'm actually in is into the history of mathematics and I think again with the history of mathematics it's probably I believe that history of mathematics is a very important aspect of mathematics one of the things I like doing is I like studying about mathematicians about the, the challenges their motivation what drives them the challenge you know and, and what obstacles that they have to over- overcome and and there was a sp- certain group that I actually was focused on it was the um mathematicians of African-American origin or mathematicians of African-Caribbean origin or, or mathematicians of the African diaspora Africans themselves because I believe that there's the story of those, as I call it, the black heroes of mathematics, is not that well known. So I thought, okay, well, it's, it's, it's an area that I've researched and I've done quite a number of talks, um, popular talks with, and it has gone down well. So I thought, well, if I actually turn that into a uh, into a, a video i thought okay let's 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 submit that as one of the entries and i thought the second round i thought it was probably the most appropriate time to um to, to use it and uh that that one uh for the areas of mathematics that i'm most interested in that was the one that really sort of uh caught me because so it is really so rare that we do see uh, popular representations of mathematicians that aren't white. True, and um, and you know, I mean, okay, when you had that film, you know, let's say Hidden Figures, uh, you know, that you know talked about those mathematicians that worked in worked in NASA. And one of, one of the things I do in my talk is saying, well, guess what? There are there are more hidden figures, and they weren't the only ones. There are more hidden figures who have actually just as equally inspirational um, inspirational uh, stories and i think what i said at the, right at the beginning of the of that video is that 
mathematics is for everybody. You know, mathematics is for everybody. You know, even though I called it Black Heroes for, for mathematics, I just wanted to state that actually mathematics isn't for the few. It's actually for everybody. Every, every culture, you know, throughout the world has made a contribution to mathematics. And that includes those from of African diaspora, and this is what one of this video. This is what this video actually highlighted. Uh, yeah, and it and it did a it did a great job. So what what sort of reactions have have you been seeing around the big internet math off, both personally and and more generally in the world of internet mathematics? Well, I mean, it's um. I, the, I have had people coming up to me and uh, saying, uh, especially after the second round, you know, the, the the Black Heroes mathematics, and they've been I've been getting my hand shaking and they're, and they're saying, look, that was very that, that was so inspirational, that was so inspire, inspiring. We didn't know we didn't know their stories, and so that so that has been uh, you know that been very good. Yeah, I mean, some of the um, some of the, the the things that's been on social media has been about. Well, actually, um, we believe that this this competition is really for those into the more pure and recreational um, mathematics. So, henceforth, what they wanted to see from my videos was probably more mathematics and me posing problems for something for them to to go away and actually do mathematical problems. And though I, you know, I've, I've acknowledged that I haven't addressed that and I hold my hand up, I say, well, at another day, I'm going to do this my style as an applied as an applied mathematician because. I do do quite a number of talks uh, through a charity where I go into schools and I tell them about mathematical modelling and applied mathematics. And what I do get is I do get a very positive um, reaction from the pupils and the staff. I like they're very inspired because one thing I actually say to them, because I really do focus on the motivation and getting over challenges, is I say to them that you don't need anybody's permission to be a great mathematician. And and I, when I actually tell that, to, tell that to them and tell them my story of how I became a mathematician and became a, a mathematical modeler, I see them, I see them, they're getting really, let's say, inspired and motivation, motivated and they want to go on and, and, and do mathematics. So I thought, I want to keep it at that level, at that, at that angle. And, and that's probably where, you know, where my most of my videos has been actually been, been based on. Do you think that uh, this sort of competition that it that is bringing in people of all different communication styles and mathematical interests, say the one round that I got to do before I was uh, voted off the island, uh, I did a podcast. There's been multiple videos, a bunch of, a bunch of write ups. Uh, how do you uh, do? You think that this uh, sort of thing is something that we should look at a bit? more going forward uh, as far as trying to communicate mathematics by sort of getting these large groups of people together? Or or do you not think that this is the sort of thing that uh, could have legs in the future? I think this has, this has legs in the future. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, my communication style of, of mathematics, I'm not saying it is the one and it should be the best best one. I mean, you can see that probably the, the majority of, of the communication style is tend to be Write a write an essay, uh, write an essay, and have a, a YouTube clip at a YouTube clip at the end. And then I say mine is I just do a little introduction, and then I'm just leaving it with a video and, and, and music. Other people's done other stuff, and at end of the day, I'm I believe in this variety of mathematical communication because at the end of the day, this, the people that we're trying to inspire, 
they will actually react to different things. Some may not want to read an essay. Some may not want to look at mine and, and listen to music while they're ma without mathematics. Some actually do want to see the, the technical details. But seeing as end of the day, what we want to do is that we want to, to communicate mathematics in, in so many different perspectives so that we can capture and inspire as many different people as possible to, to show the beauty of mathematics. And that's, that's my view on the matter. Uh, do you uh, have any uh, words that you would like to share uh, with your opponent, Matt Parker, uh, in the final uh, of the Big Internet Math Off? Oh, this is so... Oh, okay. <laughs> well, well, I think... Uh, I mean, I'm just seeing him... Uh, one's just seeing him uh, uh, looking at the scores. He's like, he's disappearing over the horizon. And, and I was like, hey, hey. But uh, yes, I just want to wish him all the... All the best, and I'm hoping that with this uh, final, yeah, that ultimately that uh, people will will see his work and my work, and will be actually inspired by the by the variety and the, the spectrum of, of of mathematics. Even though I know my talk is spectrum of mathematical modelling, I'm really pleased that that we're not presenting the same thing. We'll be presenting something in a different style, and that this will just capture the. Um, the public um, imagination. So I watched his uh, video and I, I was very well impressed with it. And I read his I read his talk and like say those who see sees his see his talk and say look we want to vote for vote for Matt go ahead vote for Matt and those who see mine and say yeah we like the you know the mathematical model of the of the Black Panther then yeah go ahead and vote for mine. But ultimately what we what we all want at the end of the day is that is for the for the mass community to get larger. For people to see mathematics in its in its so many dimensions of its beauty and be inspired to 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 do mathematics, or if they are mathematicians, to take it to another to take it to another level. And if this competition has got at least one person to do that, then Matt's job, my job, your job, you know, we've, we're doing a good thing. Well, I just as far as a a live uh, vote check here, you are only behind by. 32 votes with nearly 600 in, which is a very small portion. So there's plenty of time to catch up. Plenty of time to, plenty of time to catch up. Plenty of time to catch up. But uh, you now, I mean, um, um, you know, I've been a, I've been an admirer of uh, Matt's work for a long time. So, but uh, hey ho, I've only got positive and respectful things to say to say to Matt. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's just let's keep on moving forward, inspiring the masses um, about how great mathematics is. Well, you, you are definitely uh, nicer than I would be in your place, uh, which might be a reason why I didn't make it. Uh, and so just one last question. Uh, if, if you do win, what will you do to celebrate having the title The World's Most Interesting Mathematician? Wow, okay. Um, I will <laughs> I'll probably find a, a nice large bottle of um and i will probably drink it <laughs> <laughs> oh dear but uh yeah it's been it's been um it's been a uh, let's say it's been fun it's been challenging and i've met i've i've, I've met and made uh, you know through this this um competition is i've made so many um let's say new friends and you know i've been really impressed with um edmund harris stuff i wasn't familiar with mathematical art and I was just sitting there and I was thinking whoa uh, if I ever come a, come a, come against him what am I going to do you know but his his stuff was 
I have to say, absolutely amazing. And it was, uh, and we've had a good um, email chat. And yes, and I've had, you know, I've had quite a number of talks with, with the um, with the other contestants. And I think it's good. And I, I think it's good. And I, I hope that one day that the all, all of all of the sixteen contestants we will get to get after this contest, we all get together and we'll have a we'll have a chin rad and we'll just share our mathematical experiences and, and ideas and and it's all about seeing as what we're all interested in is about moving moving mathematics forward and, and, and making it appeal to, to those who who don't see who see mathematics as a as a dry subject. Mathematics isn't a dry subject. Mathematics is actually the undisputably greatest subject in the whole wide world. Well I I look forward to being in that room uh, with the 14 others and uh, just having a great time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, Dr. Naya Chamberlain, thank you so much for coming on and talking to me today. No problems. Thank you very much indeed. So about one hour after I had released the original version of this podcast, I was able to get in touch with the second competitor in the final of the big internet math off, Matt Parker. So that means this is an updated version of the podcast with Matt's interview in it. So without further ado, here's Matt Parker. Joining me now is Matt Parker, whom you may know as Stand Up Maths on pretty much everything on the internet. The other finalist in the big internet math off from the A Periodical. Matt, thank you for giving me your time. My pleasure. And thank you for appreciating my consistent branding. Uh, and, <laughs> uh, so the uh, first thing I want to ask is, Oh, what did you think when you saw that email from Christian in your inbox? Uh, my first thought was this is going to be a lot of work. Um, but <laughs> I, uh, I thought, you know what? It, it, it should be really good fun. And actually, it's a nice, interesting format. As long as no one takes it too seriously, it's an interesting way to get lots of bits of maths out there. Because people like competition, they like voting and... I mean, a lot of the people who'd be drawn to it won't just vote blindly. They'll want to read both the pitches and see which one gets their vote. And so I'm like, you know what? Actually, Christian's come up with a very good idea to, you know, get a lot of people talking about a lot of maths and to to a good audience and possibly people who wouldn't have read aperiodical articles before. And so I thought, you know what? I'll probably get knocked out pretty early on. I can put together one or two things to put on put on the site and it'd be fun to be involved well uh, your plan did not work out because as i mentioned before you are in the final so you had to keep doing some work uh but speaking of not taking it too seriously that that has clearly uh been sort of your style so far so from from what i've seen you've used someone else's work against them and you've tried to break the voting system uh, so how did you decide to, uh, or how did you come up with your pitches? Yeah, so I had the unexpected strategic advantage of not planning things in advance. Because Christian was like, hey, send him four things, and then I'll just release them depending on who gets into different rounds. And I was like, no, 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 you're getting like one thing the day before when it's required. Because I'm frantically finishing a book and doing some other stuff at the moment. So I was like, right, you got one thing. But it meant that... By the time I had to hand in my, uh, you know, next round of mathematics, I already knew who I was up against. Like he'd released the knockout chart, and so I was like, "Oh, this is great!" So I already knew I was up against uh, Matthew Scroggs, and I made a video with him about his menace thing. And I was like, "Fantastic! We can have a Scroggs versus Scroggs 
SmackDown, see which Scroggs is the best. I mean, bizarrely, without thinking about it, uh, Scroggs did something about uh, geospherical um, projections. And actually, I've been doing loads of that recently in my Spoken Nerd show. And so people were confused as they thought that they'd switch the labels around because I'd been talking about those projections recently. He'd been talking about machine learning matchboxes. But no, I thought, I thought it was a good way to turn that against him. So, you know, no matter what, Scroggs was the winner of that round. Uh, the next round against uh, Joe Morgan, Christian let slip that she was doing Climb Bottle, which I love. I think he was worried that I'll do it because I'm a big fan of the Climb Bottle. And so I did the Projective Plane, which objectively is not as cool as the Climb Bottle. I was like, brilliant. <laughs> I'll do a shape which is similar, but not as good. And then I'll definitely get knocked out. Uh, that didn't work either. So it turns out people, there are more fans of the projective plane than I expected. Or the real projective plane, specifically. Uh, and, and then against Edmund, you really, really tried to get knocked out. Yeah, I thought I'd use the whole voting thing to my advantage. Because I, I wrote a bunch of stuff about alternate voting and uh, you know, um, arrows, paradox, and things that can go wrong with voting systems mathematically. And I, at the time, I felt like I never really got across my, my kind of big point was that these things never happen. Like we can argue the mathematically obscure counterexample to why a voting system won't always be perfect. But in reality, it doesn't matter, right? There's never going to happen, right? The voting system pragmatically is fine. And then I was like, you know what? It'd be nice to actually make that point better and then see if we can break it. And I was, you know, a bit of me, like, I'm, I'm wildly optimistic. I was like, surely if I asked the internet to orchestrate a, a perfect tie between myself and Edmund, they'll do it. But I kind of knew they probably wouldn't succeed. Just to prove that, you know, these, these pathological cases don't happen. I mean, if it happened, I would have been so happy if, <laughs> if the internet had done it. They ended up hiding the, um, the tally. So people didn't know the current number of votes at the very end. So I got played by the air periodical there. Um, but I thought it might happen. And Edmund was a good sport. Because, you know, he put because he did his curvahedra thing, which is great. He put a bunch of effort. Because he put a lot of effort into his pitch about some fantastic math, some geometry and things you can build. And then I'm just there messing around with, hey, guys, let's break the voting. So, you know, I, I appreciate I wasn't taking it as seriously as other people were. Uh, and so what did you decide to do for the final? So, you know what? I've given up, right? Because at this point, this, this is the last round, right? So there's no more or less work I've got to do. And so I thought I would put in the smallest, simplest, interesting bit of maths I could come across, right? So not, not go big, not get showy. Just find something small and nice and put it out there and see what happens. And so about two years ago, I came across, uh, I was looking into naive fraction summation where you just add the numerators and denominators of fractions. And so you don't get their sum, despite what, generations of students have attempted but you get something different and it's interesting what you get you always get a number between the original two fractions and i sat down and worked out a little proof and it's, it's i quite enjoyed it i thought you know what it's interesting simple straightforward accessible bit of math you can play with i'm just gonna put that in because when i looked back at my favorite things other people had done it was stuff i could try and play with and so i thought you know what i should do something people can get involved and so that's my final, my final pitch was, hey, can you prove the naive sum of two fractions is always a new number between the original two? Oh, what, what sort of reaction have you uh, had from people uh, with respect to your participation so far? Um, generally good, I think. Um, again, my problem was I have a lot of people who watch my YouTube videos and follow me on Twitter 
and a nice, loyal, but critical thinking fans. And so I, if I just tweeted, hey, guys, I'm doing this competition, go vote for me. I'm just, you know, cheating by fan base, right? And so I thought the whole point of the competition was to try and get some new uh, mathematics communicators out there and get some new bits of maths out there. And so me, me swamping it by putting a video on my channel going, hey, everybody, let's go ruin this vote wouldn't be good. So I thought, you know, what, I'm going to have to take an irreverent approach to this and try and do things where I'm encouraging people to vote for not me. But also, I think it was great that, you know, it was drawing attention to people uh, who might not have come across and the interesting mass they were doing. So, uh, you know, I'm hoping for the most part, me trying to break the system um, has, has not broken the system as such. Well, I, I can tell you as, as someone else who has, I mean, not as large of an outlet, but a, a large enough outlet, I begged people to <laughs> yeah. vote for me, just blatantly, just blatantly <laughs> begged. And it didn't work. I got knocked out in the first round. That's the other approach. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. Then I was like, you know what? And if I do go, I mean, a little bit of me is like, you know, if I do commit and I do take it seriously and I do like, hey, everybody vote for me and then I get knocked out. It could be super embarrassing. So I will insulate myself from that outcome. Yeah, I, I just dealt with it by having actually made everything ahead of time due to some scheduling stuff and then continue to bitterly release them on my uh, podcast feed. <laughs> Fine, having my own fandom competition. <laughs> I, yeah, I declared myself the winner of the loser's bracket yesterday. Nicely done. Yep. But that's the other thing. You know, a knockout tournament, it doesn't, it's not that insightful for a complete ranking, right? So there should have been... Like, if people had stayed in for all four rounds, but there were various winner-loser brackets as we went along, we could have had quite the comprehensive rank. But again, that's not the point. Not the point of what we're doing. Actually, I saw, I haven't read it. I think Peter put an article up on the periodical about knockout tournaments. Uh, I saw the headline. I haven't read it yet. Because there are some interesting ways you can mess around with the knockout tournament to make it better. Like having a, you know, two losses in your out policy and some things like this. Um, but it is, it is provably the most efficient way to find the best member of a group of whatevers as long as your constraint is you have to have fewer competitions than participants so within that constraint it's a good solution but if you're about to have more games there are better solutions are available uh, so just uh, one final question, uh, as, as I already have given your opponent uh, this chance. Uh, do you have any words for your opponent on this, the final day of voting of the big internet math off? Oh, my goodness. This, well, as you know, I'm, I'm up against mathematical modeling. Um, I'm hoping they haven't modeled the outcome, you know, because... <laughs> There's some, they've got some serious like differential equations going on. Some very nice, like looking at, in this case, they've done modeling the whole way through, looking at like um, penetrating armor. Like how would you model that kind of penetrating a composite material? And so I fear they've used their modeling skills against me and have already, already predicted the outcome and are just waiting for my downfall. But we'll see. We'll see. Even though I started this, um, you know, being a bit, you know, flippant. Now I'm at the end. I'm like, actually, you know what? I'm really, I'm curious to see. It's curious to see where the voting goes. I suspect it's going to be very close. I mean, if this, if this time I get the tie, I don't know if I'm going to be happy or upset. Can <laughs> be, be the classic internet to do it when I don't want them to. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the 
Uh, if you give me one second here, I can give you the the oh, current the vote totals. Yeah, so so a live update here. All right, I'm ready. How many and, hours are left? What time is it now? Ooh, uh, it's eleven o'clock Eastern time in the United States. Well, it's currently so, one AM in Sydney, where I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that means it's it's four PM in Britain. Uh, uh, so yeah, okay, uh, yeah, so yeah, there's yeah, that, that, that seventeen just... hours left. Okay, okay, phew. <laughs> Yeah, something something similar to that. Something and, like that. Right. Uh, Naira currently has seven hundred eighteen votes, and you have five hundred seventy-two. Oh, it's like it's like a little hundred in it. Yeah. Yeah. So I've only got a, a gain. What's that? I only gain like five or six votes net an hour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, some, okay. Somewhere around okay. there. Somewhere. Okay, it's achievable. <laughs> I might go for seven or eight just to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm still, I'm still, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to resist putting a video on my channel to get on the I'm going to let, I'm going <laughs> to remain a purist, see what yeah. happens. Well, Matt, thank you so much for giving me your time. My pleasure. And now that you have heard both of the final competitors in the A-Periodical's Big Math Off, it's up to you. You have to go decide who gets to be called the world's most interesting mathematician. In order to do that, head on over to aperiodical.com. That's periodical.com with the letter A in front of it. And vote. Vote for either Matt or Naira. Or vote for me in the comments. Because why not just really wreck the entire voting as Matt tried to do in the previous round? But really, just please go vote for whichever math makes you the most excited because in the end that's really what this competition is all about and that is all the time we have for this episode of relatively prime i want to thank christian lawson perfect as well as dr naira chamberlain and matt for being my guests on this episode and the a periodical for putting on the big internet math off it really has been an absolute blast the music in this episode was from lowercase n and as always relatively prime is supported by its patrons on patreon you can help support the show and help me make my rent by heading over to patreon.com slash relprime or relprime.com slash support Relatively Prime is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike License, so please feel free to go back through all the episodes and make a wonderful sound collage of me saying, thank you for listening, and have a math week, y'all.